Hello guys and welcome back to another episode of All of the Above. If you're listening to this right when it comes out, happy February 1st. Happy first of a new month. I am pretty excited to be recording this episode right now because this really fully concludes my goal of posting two times a week, every week in January, with the exception of the first week, because that was still my little mini vacation for the holidays that I gave myself. And a part of me did kind of ponder the idea of I don't know, giving myself a break this week. I'm like, oh, it's half of a week of January. It doesn't really count. But I want to pull through and get this one out. And with the thought of a new month in mind, I've been thinking about what goals that I have that I want to work on this month. And I have been thinking about too, what do I want? What do I want to do with the podcast now that my goal of posting two times a week for the month of January is over and completed? And I don't know if I want to keep doing the two times a week, but I think at least continuing to do it at least once a week is a good goal for myself and to just keep myself in the practice of doing it. I feel really proud of myself for sticking with that goal. And I think there are many lessons from it that I feel that I can take into this new month with my future goals and things that I want to work on in February. And I think for the podcast, something that I've talked to you guys about is struggling with the direction or sense of direction that I have with it. And I really didn't let that stop me this month. I just kept cranking it out. I think what I really learned is that it's okay, more than okay to do things just for the act of doing it. There's so much experimental learning in the act of just doing things without necessarily knowing what the outcome would be. It makes me feel excited because I feel like there's such a crossover between what I'm talking about in regards to my podcast, but also the other things that I were I was pursuing in January and that I currently am pursuing in my life. For example, fitness, which is what I want to talk about in today's episode. I hurt my back at the end of 2021. 2022, I really was all over the place when it came to fitness. I didn't have a set schedule. I didn't have a set routine. If I worked out once a week, that was really winning for me. That was really me accomplishing something for myself. And I wasn't sure if I wanted to keep lifting, which I'm going to get into in this episode. But at the start of the new year, I decided that I did want to start to lift again and start to work out regularly and set a routine for myself. And I was a bit unsure of how to go about it because like I said, I had hurt my back and figuring out how to work out in a way that doesn't flare my injury, but also figuring out how to work out in a way that I enjoy has been such a process. And I've really have just let myself enjoy the process and not think too heavily about it. I've really allowed myself to just do what feels good in the moment and just know that by doing whatever it is, I'm going to gain something from it and I'm slowly going to piece together how it is that I want to be spending my workout time and how it is that I want to be training myself. And that's really fell together quite beautifully throughout the month of January. I really don't think that the first week 
of January, I was working out that regularly. It kind of was a progression similar to the podcast. And then I was just piecing together the workouts as I went. So I would kind of decide what I was going to do for the for that day. And if I thought of things that I wanted to do the next day, I would write them down. And I was just building my workouts day by day. And I did go on a little mini trip in the middle of the month. So I was going to be away from a gym. And I thought, okay, well, how can you still move your body? And I ended up going on a run and I ended up doing yoga. And beyond that, I just didn't sweat it that much. And then when I came back, I went back into the gym because I knew that that's what I wanted. And then the last week, the last 10 days, I've been so consistent. I've been so proud of myself. And that's been really enjoyable to kind of see piece back together in my life and enjoyable to reap those benefits first and foremost just the benefit of feeling proud of showing up for myself and then the benefits of the serotonin and the endorphins that are released from getting a sweat in when I can and now I feel like I have a baseline and now I have a general idea of things that I can do that don't flare me up so I'm excited to keep building and to continue to get stronger and to continue to show up for myself in this way. In 33 days, I will be turning 28. I have 33 days left of being 27. In 37 days, I will be going on vacation. And this vacation, I really have a goal for myself to just feel whole and happy and content in my body and to feel good in my body. I have this little post-it note. I have two post-it notes, actually. It's, they're two post-it notes of many that they're above my mirror that I wrote out. And it's just this little reminder every day that I read of by the time I go to Cabo, I want to feel this certain way. And it helps me to make decisions throughout my day that align me towards that goal and towards that vision and towards that reality. With there being 33 days left of me being 27, which sounds a little extreme, there's 33 days left until she turns 28. Why am I counting down until my birthday? Well, first and foremost, I love my birthday. I think my birthday is amazing. To me, it is the national holiday. It's like the number one holiday in the calendar year. It's so satisfying to me that my birthday is what it is too. Like three, four, just, ugh, I don't know, March 4th. I learned last year on my birthday I was going on a trip and the person at the check-in monitor at the airport, he had to check my ID and he gave my ID back and he told me that my birthday was a command. And I was like, what do you mean? He's like, it's so cool. Your birthday is a command. And I was like, what? And he said, March 4th. And I was like, wow, I never thought about that in my 27 years of existence, never put that together. And no one else has ever said that to me. But it also feels pretty uncanny to how I feel my life is and the overall theme in my life is to just continue to march forward, march forth, no matter what is thrown at me and always to march forth towards my goals and the vision that I have for myself. I really enjoy that about my life and I really enjoy that about who I am as a person. The life that I'm creating for myself is just this continual idea that I'm marching forth towards all of my dreams, hopes, and desires. Also major Pisces energy. 
to be driven by her dreams. Anyway, so I'm counting down the days until my birthday because honestly, I had high hopes for 27. I remember being 26 and talking to John, who is only a few months older than me. So we're the same age most of the time. Right now he's older than me, but we're the same age most of the time. And I remember telling him, because I think 26 was kind of trying near the end. It was kind of turning out to be like a hard year. Um, I suffered a lot of like extreme burnout when I was 26. And I was like, it's okay. We're going to get through it. We're going to turn 27. 27 is going to be great for us. It's going to be a new start, a new year. I just have a really good feeling about being 27. And I felt this to my core. I just thought my whole life was going to turn around. And I turned 27. And a lot of the energy was there of me feeling like things are turning around and I'm going to show up for myself. And I'm going to live for me and all of these things. And my 27th birthday, which I told you guys already before, but it was one of the loneliest days of my entire life. It was one of the loneliest days of my entire life. And I don't say that lightly. I really mean it, which makes my heart sad. But I remember waking up and I just had the worst insomnia the night of my birthday. And I had pretty bad insomnia the days surrounding my birthday, but it was terrible. And when I was having this insomnia, I was waking up with so much dread and anxiety and loneliness in my heart. I remember just crying in bed with John at like 5 a.m. because I couldn't sleep and I was having all these feelings and I just felt so alone. And I remember I woke up and I went to the gym and I cried on the way to the gym. I cried at the gym. But I got a voice memo from one of my friends. The voice memo was to wish me a happy birthday. And she said, I admire that you really give a fuck about the life that you are living. And you're very intentional with creating the life that you are living. Something along those lines. And that touched me to my core. And in the day of feeling so incredibly lonely that was such this like glimmer in my chest this like little flicker of a light that I think has been lit ever since that day but I felt so lonely and I didn't feel like I had the types of relationships that I wanted to have I didn't have the friendships that I wanted to have the level of friendships I wanted to have I didn't feel that way with like friendships with family I didn't feel seen I didn't feel known and a part of me didn't feel seen by myself it felt like I really was doing myself a disservice and I felt like I wasn't really being who I am I wasn't being true to myself and I was feeling like I wasn't living up to the potential that I know that I have. And it wasn't in a beating myself up type of way. It was just a deep realization type of way of like, this is a truth right now, Carly. And you feel this sad because you know that there is so much more out there for you. And you know that you are capable of so much more. And you know that you are capable of showing up for yourself so much more. And you are capable of living a life that's so much more fulfilling. And you're capable of forming friendships and relationships with people that are so much more fulfilling and you're just not showing up and you're not there and you've closed yourself off and that was a really hard pill to swallow and beyond that 
again, I'm talking about 27 supposing supposed to be the best year of my life because that's what I thought that it would be. Then I suffered the loss of my sister and I never could have predicted that or fully had seen that coming when I was thinking about what my 27th year of life was going to be. And I think that really put a hold on everything. Like any sort of big vision or big goal that I thought I was going to be able to attain when I was 27, it really just stopped everything, halted everything. And from that point on, it was the end of April, my mindset was to just survive, just to get through, to get through each day, feel the emotions that are coming, be with family. I was just blind to the world at large. It's crazy because I still don't even know things that have happened in my friends' lives or people's lives around me within this last year because after my sister died, my blinders went on. I was just in my own immediate world. Once I was back with my family, that was all that I was focused on thinking of. So after my sister died, I came home, went back to San Diego for a little bit, and then I came home again for a long longer period of time and my summer was basically spent in stillness in finding the joy in the little things in being outside and that was really it spending time with family but my days were very very still and there wasn't much going on I wasn't going on trips I wasn't going to the city I wasn't doing any of these larger grand scheme things that I had seen for myself when I was picturing my year of being 27. I was just at home existing, spending time with my family. And I don't say that with a heavy heart because to me, the summer of 2022 was one of the most romantic summers of my life, but romantic for myself. And what I mean by that is when I think back on how I spent my summer of 2022. I just have these flashes of all of this time with myself and all of this time outside and all of this time appreciating a sunset and all of this time appreciating the trees and all of this time going on runs just so I can breathe the fresh air and feel my feel my legs move and feel the pain in my chest and to cry. And I have memories of laughing with family and getting to see sides of my family and personalities of my family members that I never had fully seen before. And I see myself healing and I see myself grieving and I see myself mourning and I see myself digesting. That's what I think of when I think of the summer 2022 after my sister passed. And I see myself in a way coming to life again maybe even coming to life in a way that I've never come to life before. I see myself learning things about myself. I see myself really acknowledging moments of happiness and really acknowledging moments of joy. And because of that, piecing together the things that I now know light me up more than anything else. Like I remember one day, I'm going to cry, oh my God. One day fuck, I'm going to cry. John and I had made a a trip, like a day trip to go into the city. 
And our only real plan was that we wanted to rent bikes and just ride the bikes along Lakeshore Drive. I had never done that before. I'd never biked on Lakeshore Drive before. And like I said, we weren't really going off and doing many things. So it was a rarity that we had even planned to go and spend our day doing something enjoyable because I had a really hard time allowing myself to go and just do something for fun. So we made this plan and we ended up riding our bikes for 26 miles. We rode from the point that we picked them up until about as long as we possibly could until we had to return them because I realized while riding that bike just how much I enjoyed riding a bike outside and just how beautiful the city was. And I remember having a feeling of, wow, I forgot that I was capable of feeling this way. Wow, I didn't even know I could feel this way. Wow, I haven't felt this happy in a really long time. Just because we were riding a bike, that was our only plan, was let's just go ride bikes. And I felt like such a little kid and I felt so much joy in my heart and I would have kept going and going and going, but eventually I, got, I did get tired. I did get tired. And we stopped to get tacos at this little Mexican restaurant that had this outdoor seating area that I had seen when I had went and got ice cream with my cousin on her birthday. So it was a cool little full circle moment of, I remember getting ice cream, ice cream with my cousin on her birthday in May, seeing the Mexican stand, the Mexican restaurant and the cute patio and thinking it would be cute to eat lunch out there. It looks really romantic and aesthetically pleasing. And then two, three months later, John and I are looking for a place to eat for lunch and that place pops in my head and I'm like, okay, we're going to go to this Mexican joint that I saw a few months ago. We got ice cream after, we rode our bikes some more and then after we returned our bikes, we went and sat at one of my favorite beaches in Chicago and I remember just feeling so appreciative to be alive and to be experiencing that in that moment and I remember that the air felt so fresh and the sun was setting, and the water felt so refreshing. Sometimes water just, it feels so refreshing, whether I'm in it or I'm looking at it, that I just want to drink it, which I don't, because obviously that's disgusting. But that's how my body feels, and that's how my mind feels, and that's how my spirit and my soul feel, either seeing the water or being in the water. Is just that I'm like, I'm quenching. I'm quenching it all up. And it's the tastiest water that I've ever had. It is fulfilling all of my needs and desires. And that's how I felt that day, being in the lake after having spent the day riding our bikes in the city. That's definitely one of the most fond memories I have of 2022 and of being 27. But I guess the point of it is that it showed me what a difference even something so small can make. It showed me what a difference just spending a day outside can make. It showed me that if I have this urge to do something, no matter how small it is, like just wanting to go ride my bike in Chicago, that I should take the time to do those things. Those things are worth doing no matter how small they seem because that literally is like what I just said, one of the most profound, happiest moments of 2022. And I almost like didn't even do it. The whole point of me even bringing this up is because I remember when 2022 was coming to an end. 
And it was a trend on TikTok to kind of post your highlight moments of 2022. And I remember just seeing so much travel and experiences and nights out and concerts and happiness and being at the beach. And it made me, I wouldn't say question myself, but I did think about what would my 2022 be in review. And I thought that it wouldn't be as eventful and romantic looking as what someone else's TikTok year in review looks like. And I remember thinking, I experienced so much heartbreak in 2022. Did nobody else experience heartbreak in 2022? And I know that that's not true, but that's kind of how it felt. And it maybe made me feel that maybe I didn't do enough and that I could have healed myself more or faster or still accomplished all these things despite what I was going through because sure these people must be going through things too but like they don't let it stop them and it was this weird moment of reflection and realizing that I actually am very proud of how I spent 2022 and 2022 wasn't what I expected it to be it didn't live up to what I had maybe desired it to be my 27th year of my life wasn't this huge, ginormous turnaround in the way that I thought that it was going to be, but it turned out being exactly that in a completely different way. My sister passing obviously being a monumental life change, so my life did change forever, but I do think that it has made me a better person, and it's made me a more loving person, a more compassionate person, a more purposeful person, a more intentional person at least that's what I'm working on and my relationships with other people have improved and are continuously improving and I'm continuously having to check myself of hey why are you acting this way is this the way that you want to be acting is this the way you want to be reacting is this the way that you want to treat this person I'm still going to have to continue to work on that but with the now perspective of how fleeting life is and fleeting the people in your life are That's something that I'm going to be able to continue to build upon. And I feel like my relationship to myself is drastically improving, as hard as that feels sometimes. But my overall feeling that I have is that it is improving and that I am becoming a better person. And I am happy that I have spent so much time at home. Although it's not the most glamorous thing that I could be making content around, It's something very unique to me. My family situation is very unique to me. I can't compare what I'm going through it and I can't compare my life to anyone else because of that. And my life wouldn't be what it is if I didn't have this family unit and this family experiences that I have that I don't choose to always share on social because to me it feels more private. So that's been an important contemplation, reflection of this last year. Now, all of that being said, I have 33 days left until I'm 28. I do feel like there are ways now that I can better show up for myself. And I do feel like now I have the energy and the desire to pursue things more heavily and I feel the duty to myself to really fucking live because I've repeated cycles enough to really notice the crutches that I lean on 
and the crutches that I lean on that are not actually fulfilling me in the way that they think that they are. And I think that I was buying myself some time and I think that I did need that time. There's no way that I could have forced or fast forward my healing or the journey that I've been on between my sister's passing and just even way before that of even dealing with my burnout from work and dealing with feeling like, hey, I am not doing the things that I want to be doing. And hey, I'm not really showing up in the world or taking care of myself or exploring interests that are true to me. And I need to start doing that because if I don't start doing that now, when the hell am I ever going to do it? The time is only going to keep slipping by. I'm only going to keep getting older. And I have dreams of having a large family one day. And that's going to require, um, A, <laughs> like getting married and getting pregnant. And then once all that stuff starts happening, my time's going to be more limited. So while I have this freedom now and I have my youth now, and I have the time now and I have the learnings and the lessons now and I have the energy increasing now. Now is the time to start making that forward movement towards who I know I am at my core and the life that I desire and that desires me back. So knowing that there are 33 days left until I turn 28, I'm really using that to motivate myself to make the most of this time. And to think about, am I doing something that is moving me forward towards that? Which can be scary because that's definitely what I've struggled with this last month of feeling like I have these goals and these ideas, but I don't necessarily know how to execute them yet. And I don't necessarily know how I'm going to get there. And that can be really intimidating the podcast is a great example where I think that I want to pursue this regularly, but I don't necessarily know how I want to go about it, but I just have to keep trying because the alternative to trying is not trying. And I know that by not trying, I will not get anywhere. I'm just going to continue to take those baby steps and just have to know that by taking those baby steps that it's enough because there's really nothing else I can do other than to continue to take baby steps. Like, I've talked about time and time again how important fashion is to me and that I just do not feel like I am even scratching the tiniest little scratch in the surface of what that can look like for me. And I, it's so overwhelming because it's such a large topic and a large interest and a large industry to be in or be a part of or even like show face in. And you know what I did today? I went to Goodwill. And I thrifted some things and I got this sweater and the sweater I actually, I went to Goodwill a few days ago and I saw the sweater at Goodwill a few days ago, but I didn't try it on, but I saw it again and I was like, okay, well you saw it again and you picked it out of the rack again. So why don't you try it on? The whole reason I went back to the Goodwill though is because I was looking for this skirt. The skirt, the first time I had went, I had tried on, but I ultimately decided not to get it. And then after the fact, I came home and I thought about it nonstop. And I was like, fuck, I wish I got that skirt. I was like, okay, well, if you go back and you find it, you'll know that it was meant to be and you're going to get it. So I go to Goodwill and I find this sweater and I find a few other things. And I start looking for pants too, because I really need a pair of jeans that actually feel like me, at least the way that I want to express myself right now. And I get a bunch of jeans and a bunch of things and I go and try them on. 
The sweater is a hell yeah. The sweater is perfect. It's orange. It's so soft. It's such a cute style. It's like a turtleneck. And it's the perfect like oversized without being too big. It's not even oversized. It's pretty normal shaped. Anyway, I put it on. I love it. I'm putting on the jeans. Nothing's fitting. The look that I'm trying to go for is that I want to find a baggier pant. Like I never told you guys about this, but I have this little list of things that are going to be in for me in 2023 and on them is baggy pants, oversized pants, baggy pants. I talked about it in a YouTube video about how I'm just not into skin tight pants anymore. It makes me feel very uncomfortable. I feel more like myself and I feel more comfortable. I feel more sexy in an oversized pants. So I was trying in pants that I thought were oversized, but none of them fit over my thighs. And it was a cool moment for me because I can be so weird when it comes to shopping just not wanting to take the time to try things on or if I do try things on I feel like I just have this rule that I only have one shot and I can't go back and keep looking and then I was all worried because I'm like I'm gonna make someone's job so much harder because I'm gonna be trying on all these clothes and they're not gonna fit and they're gonna have to put it back and I'm like Carly that's what they get paid for that's why they have the job just keep shopping okay so that was such a cool moment for me because I tried all these things and then I went back to go look for jeans again because none of them fit. And when I went to go look again, I saw the skirt and it was just kind of by itself. And it was like a oh, holy grail moment of hell yeah, it was meant to be. So I, I grabbed the skirt. I went to look at jeans again. I grabbed some more. I even went to the men's section, grabbed some there and I just didn't find any. But I ended up getting the skirt and the shirt and I was like, Carly, this is you taking a step in the direction of wanting to feel more expressive in your fashion. This is a step in you branching out on your fashion. This is a step in you spending time doing something that's aligned with the life that you want to be living. And that was such a big win for something that was so small for me today. The other night, well, last night, I spent time doing makeup which I've done a handful of times now, and I'm learning piece by piece how to improve my techniques, but also the types of type of makeup look that I like and that feels the most like me. And I'm learning I can't compare myself to people on the internet or even like friends that have been doing makeup for years on end and just have the better skill and technique and awareness of how to apply makeup. And I have to swallow that but it does feel good to be making small strides in that direction I tried something new with my hair last night and I've been slowly improving my hair care routine so we're on the up and up it's like little tiny baby steps but little tiny baby steps will eventually turn into miles baby this was not what I thought I was going to talk about today I had this whole outline scripted of responding to a prompt that I have was given on Instagram about someone requesting that I talk about learning to love exercise slash not being embarrassed to be a beginner in the gym and I had all of these thoughts that I wanted to say upon that and then I started recording and apparently I needed to talk about there being 33 days left of me being 27 but now it's making me think maybe I'll end up maybe I will do two episodes this week and I can answer that prompt in the second episode as a little girl talk Friday moment. 
I will now use this opportunity to do a final reflection and little voice memo to myself on the 33 days left of me being 27. With there being 33 days left of you being 27, Carly, I want you to know that I am proud of you for how you've handled this year and how you choose to continuously show up for yourself and how you choose to continuously bet on your dreams even when it feels like nothing's ever going to change and it feels like you are being a bit delusional. I admire that about you and I think that that it makes you a cooler person and it makes me excited to think about when you do fulfill your dreams and you do come to this point in your life where you are living the fantasy that you knew was always calling for you, you're going to feel proud that you never gave up and you're going to feel damn good that you never gave up. And I think that the best thing that you can do for yourself in these next 33 days is exactly what you plan to do. And it's to continue to take baby steps in all of the interest that you have and all of the desires that you have and to continue to piece together one by one exactly what you need to do to get on to the next step. There's no shame in your life path and there's no shame in your trajectory and there's no shame in what you have been through and how you've chosen to handle things because you've always just done what you thought the best thing was for that moment in time. The way that your life has looked up until this point isn't a reflection of what your maximum potential is or your maximum capabilities. I just want you to expect good things to come to you for 28. 27 was a foundational year and you still have time. Just keep betting on yourself and you'll never fail. Something that I started to tell myself recently within the last 24 hours is the other day, Sunday, yesterday, I woke up and I told myself that I was going to have a queen day. I was like, if you want to be a queen, you have to treat yourself like a queen. And I came up with all these things that I would want to do on my queen day. And one of them was to make myself an omelet. I recently had an omelet in Detroit from a breakfast restaurant. And I don't really get omelets that often. So it was pretty much a big surprise to myself when I ordered that. But it was like a French style omelet. So it was super light and buttery and delicious. And it had mushrooms and Gruyere cheese in it. And I think something else. So I wanted to recreate that for myself. And I prepared everything. I even looked it up how to do it as opposed to my normal stubborn tendencies of just trying to figure things out on my own. But I looked up an article of how to make the eggs properly. And I have the eggs in the pan. And I actually don't know if you're supposed to flip it or not, but I did flip it. And my mom was sitting at the counter watching me and the eggs had pretty much cooked fully through for the most part, but I wanted to flip it over so that I could cook what was left that was still uncooked. And I was kind of shimmying the spatula around the eggs. And eventually I just get to a point where I just shove the spatula underneath it and flip it over. And my mom's like, whoa, like I didn't see that coming. And I was like, you know what? Like I didn't see that coming either because I didn't, there was a thought that it was that I was going to mess up the omelet and it was going to fall apart if I tried to flip it. But I told myself to just not think, to just do it. And I ended up executing it perfectly. So now, ever since then, all these 24 hours later, I keep reminding myself, don't think, flip the eggs. 
it's been really helpful because then I don't get too much in my head and I just go for things. And then I get to surprise myself at how well I can execute something when I'm not thinking too heavily about it. And I think that's a little, that's a fun little, um, a little high note to leave you on. Don't think, just flip the eggs, okay? Hey, someone DM'd me recently. I wonder if she listens to my all of my podcasts, but that goes hand in hand with something that she DM'd me and she said, just press send. When she's emailing people, she'll go back and try to correct it and make it perfect. And she said that her message for herself is to just press send. So just flip the eggs is kind of similar. So if it works better for you to think just press send or um, to just flip the eggs, whatever works. Stop thinking too heavily. You're going to surprise yourself with how well you can execute something when you're not thinking too heavily about it. Okay. I love you guys so much. This was a fun little catch-up episode. I appreciate you. And if you enjoyed this episode, you can share it with a friend, share it with your mother. It helps me out if you leave me a a rating or a review. All right. I love you so much, and I look forward to talking to you soon. All right. Bye.